We are two women who don't know much, but of three things, we are absolutely positive. Number one, we are in our mid-twenties. Number two, we both enjoy reading fanfiction. Number three, we are unconditionally and irrevocably in love with the Twilight Saga! We'll talk all things Twilight. We will read and review Twilight fanfic, and then we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Yay! I'm Katie Platt, and I'm Jenny Walton, and, and we are two stupid lambs. Hi, Jenny. KP. Hello. What's up? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm actually doing. I'm doing pretty good, Katie. Uh, since we've last chatted, mm-hmm. President Elect Biden, woo, thank God, has come into play. I found a new apartment, which has been a really stressful. Oh my God, thing in my life. I yeah. can't believe you're moving. I know. In a time like this. Well, so last Tuesday, right, the day of the election, I had three things in the balance. I didn't know if I had a job, mm-hmm. I didn't know who my president was, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if I had an apartment. Wow. By Saturday, I had an apartment, I had a president, I still don't have a job, but we're working we're on working it. We're working on it. I honestly, on it. Th- all signs are pointing to yes at the yeah. moment with, with those two other things playing out. I know, I know. We're, Good we're things hopeful. come in threes. Good things come in threes. I am... Actually mad at Jenny right now. I feel really Only bad. Only a little bit. I like, feel really bad. It's, no, don't feel bad. It needed to happen. But Jenny reached out to me and asked if I wanted to go get sugared, which for those who are not familiar with the concept of sugaring, it is waxing. And if you're wondering, like, what what's getting waxed? Uh, it's exactly what you're thinking about. It is our... It is full Brazilian. Full Brazilian. Full, full vag. Full hoo-ha, woo-hoo. Yep. However you want to say it. Everything's there. Um, And I, everything's gone. I have never partaken in it before because I am a scaredy cat and have yeah. a low pain tolerance. Yeah. But Jenny always raves about it. Before, before we go any further... <laughs> Ladies, we do this for ourselves. Oh, we do this. Yeah, literally no one has seen this. No, no. I don't think one person has seen me. It's like it always happens. A man comes into my life like just as six weeks are hitting. So it's like, well. Um, But anyway, this place that we go to, shout out Sugared and Bronzed, Mm -hmm. also does spray tans. And I'm an avid spray tanner. Katie's an avid spray tanner. I started doing spray tans, and I kept telling her, you got to try sugaring. Last week, I texted her, and I was like, I'm going to get sugared next week. Yeah, and just being bored in quarantine and just frankly wanted to feel something again. I yes. said yes. We, we book our appointments back to back. Um, I go first. And I, I've been there, done that, so my appointment goes pretty quickly. Um, and lovely Katie... Sweet, sweet KP comes in. I feel like I didn't adequately prepare you, though. You know what? No one could adequately prepare me for what happened. That was so painful and honestly so embarrassing. You know what? I'll be honest. I cried. I cried. Big, fat, alligator tears. And Lisa, my girl Lisa. Lisa's uh, great. Lisa was great. She talked me through it. We took some deep breaths. You know, she kind of took my mind off of things. But she was also like a woman at work. Yeah. I had a full-blown seizure every time she ripped a tiny strip off. At one point, I was like, we're almost done, right? And she's like, we're like almost halfway there. 
I was just like, my soul is leaving my body as we speak. She had to wrestle me in some parts because my body would just spasm. So Lisa got tipped 40%. I promise you, Katie, it will get better. The first cut is the deepest. The first cut is the deepest. I I just, I couldn't help but wonder, is beauty pain? Absolutely. It is, isn't it? Have you not sat under a hair heater for hours as your hair gets colored? And it's just like a little hot and you can't really move your neck. Mm-hmm. I, I, we've both gone blonde. We've both paid for that experience. I went to the doctor recently mm-hmm. because I went to an ENT to mm. see about my nose because I do have a very deviated septum and I even mm-hmm. have a collapsed nasal valve. We are talking real sexy here. I do have a snoring problem and sleep apnea. So we I got you sleep apnea. Yeah, we got some medical issues up in this broken do you nose. Have a I do at home, but it's okay. my dad's and I can't sleep with it on. It's impossible. Yeah. But anyway, obviously I'm gonna get that fixed. And then I also figured why not throw in some cosmetology while I'm there? Honey, and I do it. You know what? I hate this. No, I think it's very great. I love the, like, love your body mm-hmm. and, like, accept your body as it is. But I also want to be allowed to, you know, if I don't like my nose, that's okay, too. Yeah. If you have the means and you just want to do it, yeah. and it's and it's not so much of a, like, I'm going to do it 17 times because I just constantly want to change the way I look. It's mm-hmm. like... If I'm going under the knife and it's not particularly something I love, why not add it? Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. I know this is going to sound like first world problems, but I... Oh my god, yeah. I've got giant boobs. Reader, <laughs> this is true. I've really considered getting a reduction mm-hmm. just because they're annoying. I also do, like, I want to be very honest and open about it. Like, yeah. I don't I don't like when people are secretive. I think that's what kind of feeds into, like, this Or when social... you can tell somebody's gotten a nose job yeah. and it's just not mentioned. Like, it can be an insecurity, and insecurities are human nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's not feed into those narratives. Let's, let's feed other buckets. Let's not feed the yeah. the skinny bucket. Let's, let's feed the, let's like... Let's feed the, I love my body, but I want to get a nose job because it'll just make me feel that much more confident. Mm-hmm. Let's feed the, I'm going to get my vag waxed just for yes. me because I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Let's feed the, I want to go blonde for a hot minute because mm-hmm. blondes sometimes... Do you have more fun? Preach. That being said, we are both brunette now. Yeah. The times of the pandemic, though, I can't... Who was going to do my highlights in Los Angeles? Uh, yeah. I couldn't... We were in lockdown, honey. I, but you know what? No one's perfect. Everyone's human. And I think yes. that's what we're going to talk about today. I think today, we're going to talk about some humans. Let's talk about some humans. And by humans, we mean the lovely characters in Twilight <laughs> who were simply background noise overall. <laughs> you could argue Bella was a human for... Most of the series, and let's cut Bella out of it. Ground rules. Let's cut Bella out of this discussion. Cut Bella and also cut Jacob. Cut yes. anybody who became another creature. Creature. Supernatural. Yes. I don't know what to call. All it. good choices. We're sticking to those who, by the end of Breaking Dawn, were, were still human. human. The humans in Forks, Washington, eclectic. And, yeah, it's very. Now let me ask you, who is your favorite? human. I would probably have to say I relate to Jessica Stanley the most. Interesting. I can low-key see it. Based off what I know what you were like when you were yes. younger. Which is crazy, fanatic. Had a lot of confidence for someone who doesn't have a lot of confidence now. Um, I was just like very like 
mouthy and very much like I would literally do or say anything. I just got like the vibes I got from Jessica was like, oh, if there's a new student on like the first day of school, like I'm getting them and I will tell them everything. Yes. And then yes. also like, oh yeah, the hot guy over there, like <laughs> he doesn't have anyone here. Like I wish you would get with me. Yeah. And, like obviously like I am obsessed with this man and he won't even look my way. That is true. I was like, this is what I relate that to. Is me. Wait, I have to include this. My middle yes. school crush. His current girlfriend works with my sister. And she was like, oh, um, let me ask my boyfriend if he knows your sister. Because they graduated the same year. And middle school crush says, um, well, you know, we ran in different circles socially. So I didn't really hang out with her. But I remember her as being quiet and beautiful. Mm. This man I admired from afar for his wit, his humor, and his knowledge of Harry Potter of me as beautiful. So the real question is, why is Jenny not on a plane right now to Boston to secure her love for this man? He's been in a relationship oh, yeah. for like four years. Damn it! That is so incredible, and I am so, so happy for you. That's so validating and so like it was great because it, we constantly talk about how Bella is that dream where oh the boy that you like actually likes you back. I've never experienced that, yeah. and so to have that little moment where Dan Farina thought I was beautiful. It made me feel like Bella for a moment. Yeah. Um, you are beautiful. Thank you. Anyway, back to Jessica Stanley. Question for you. Yeah. Did Anna Kendrick portray her accurately? I thought Anna Kendrick did a really good job of, like, making a really side character stand, stand out, out on her yeah. own. It wasn't exactly canon. I think... No. I think Jessica in the books is a touch meaner. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's way more petty. Yes, way more petty, but I think Anna Kendrick did a really good job of, like, making her likable, but, like, also still serving her purpose as a foil to Bella. Yeah. Um, Who was your favorite human? Oh, obviously Charlie. Okay, Billy Burke, man. More appreciation for Billy like, Burke. obviously. I, I guess I relate to what's-her-face. Not Jessica. Why am I? Angela. Yes. Uh, I had big Angela vibes I, you. I Big reader vibes. I was really quiet in quiet. high school, as Dan Farina mentioned. I was yeah. quiet and beautiful. <laughs> um, but, I mean, my all-time favorite human is is Charlie. I mean, talk about a dad who didn't know what the fuck he was getting into. Mm-hmm. Supports his daughter all the way through it. It's like a man telling his daughter, I can't handle this. Go to therapy. When... Edward leaves her. Mm-hmm. And you know what one of the best things about Charlie is? What? He doesn't have her. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd complete that line. From the movie! With me, that's a line Kristen Stewart says. And it's just odd because it kind of like hangs there a little bit in time. You could say it hovers. <laughs> you Ooh. could. One could say it hovers. As you hinted to at the beginning, Billy Burke. I mean, incredible, incredible portrayal. Mm-hmm. When he flips that rifle, when Edward comes in for that yes. first date, all bring right, him. bring him in. I mean, he looks like a dad, but he's hot dad, hot dad, hot dad. I I think I've mentioned this in a previous pod, but um, I really would like to fuck a, an older man. Yeah. Um, you haven't mentioned that. Oh, I haven't. No. Okay, well, I've I I actually have a secret like desire to fuck somebody over the age of 40. I don't have the balls to to move my hinge <laughs> profile move hinge era. Um, past 30, but I do have a desire. Oh, you gotta at least do 35. I mean, it's just, 
I, it's a secret desire because I'm way too nervous. So it begs the question, who's the worst human? Lauren. Lauren, a character fam- famously not in the film version. Famously not in the film version. Um, I mean, you could argue those fuckers from the alley in the first book or Rosalie's, whatchamacallit, fiancé. Mm-hmm. Um, those are monsters. Um, but human in the books, that is somewhat featured. I'm going to say Lauren. Okay. What, what do yeah, you say? Lauren's kind of a vague character. I have to say, I really did not like Mike. I have a complicated relation with Mike. Why is that? What's complicated about Mike Newton? Because Mike Newton, if Edward didn't exist, my type. Okay. Asshole. Thinks he's too great. Really overconfident. I would be too intimidated by Edward. Mm-hmm. And I would I would go for Mike Newton. So I can't say he's my least favorite human. I love human nature. I love reading about how fucked up we are. And I feel like the fic of the week that we have mm-hmm. is it really mm-hmm. explores a human and emotional. Yes. Complex. Yes. Relationship. So what we're talking about is I sent Jenny the University of Edward Mason. And I think I might have made a very big mistake when I sent her this file. Mainly because, and this is, this is a, a bit of a shock to Jenny, but this fanfic, like Fifty Shades of Grey, was actually pulled from the internet and republished as a series. And now there's like four or five books in the series. And I thought I was sending Jenny the equivalent of book one in the series. However, after we have talked just now, I realized I accidentally sent her a mega document of books one through three. Yeah. So I... 850. 56 pages. Yeah, I accidentally made Jenny read 856 pages of Twilight fanfic. Yep. Uh, so I'm sorry, but I hope that it was a treat in some way. We'll do the summary first. Okay, the possibly, summary. And then we'll get into it. Okay. I'm actually gonna do yeah. the summary for this today. Because uh, I refuse <laughs> to do the summary of an 856 page book. So I'm going to do a very broad sweeping overview and we're going to see how that turns out. But here's the short summary. Actually, I'll let Jenny read this one today. Okay. Edward Mason is the selfish and brooding university professor. Bella Swan is his shy but determined graduate student. Appearances can be deceiving. Have their paths crossed before? Rated M for good reason. All human, canon pairings. Oh, perfect. And I will do my best to sum up the University of Edward Mason. Bella is a grad student at the University of Toronto studying the works of Dante Alighieri. Her professor and thesis advisor, Edward Mason, is a well-respected Dante specialist, but he has a reputation on campus for being an arrogant jerk, and he treats her extremely poorly. However, Bella knows Edward from her past, although he doesn't recognize her. Partly through school and partly through Bella's best friend and Edward's sister Alice and her conniving ways, the two actually grow closer, although Edward harbors many dark secrets, including being a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. Bella, already very shy and quiet, is recovering from an abusive relationship. Edward is definitely, like, the troubled professor, yes. but, like, make it bad boy vibes. Yes. And Ed- Bella is, like, the quiet but, like, determined student. So that's the relationship visual I'm going to give y'all. So, one night, Bella saves Edward's ass after he drinks too much and almost hooks up with the student. She takes him back to his apartment, and in his drunken stupor, he recognizes Bella. 
Turns out they actually met when Bella was 17 and Edward was 26. Bella came over to visit Alice, but her family had gotten into a huge fight over Edward's drug issues. The only person at home is Edward, who Bella has seen only in pictures, but has developed a massive crush on. Edward is, unbeknownst to Bella, strung out on coke, but the two have a romantic but not sexual night in the woods near his house, with Edward claiming Bella as his Beatrice, with the, which is a character, character in, a in the Divine Comedy. When she wakes up in the morning, he is gone, and she's a terrifying experience of being alone in the woods. She hasn't seen him since, but he's forever lived in the back of her mind. Bella is relieved when Edward recognizes her and thinks everything will be different. However, when they wake in the morning, Edward has no memory of the night before and insinuates basically that she's a slut. She lashes out at him and reveals she was his Beatrice the night in the orchard. Although after the realization that his Beatrice, someone who he only thought he dreamed of, when he was high, is real, Edward does everything he can to get her back. It goes poorly, and they even have a fight in public, but the two eventually reconcile and start a relationship, even though under university guidelines, student-teacher relationships are strictly prohibited. Both Bella and Edward are progressing in the relationship and spend Thanksgiving together. Bella's ex tries to attack her when she's home, but Edward saves the day. The two, this is where I'm like going off book here and just going to try to summarize the rest of it. They do end up, like, breaking up a bit because they get in trouble because of the whole, you know, student-teacher relationship thing. Um, And Edward, like, has to leave Bella for good, so her thesis isn't threatened. But they reunite at Harvard, and it it happens in a very traumatic way. Like, Bella basically gets hit by a car, but they end up being together. Uh, Oh, yeah, we've progressed to marriage already. So they're going to get married, and then they have a crazy sexual relationship afterwards. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And then they end up having a baby. There's, like, some more drama to fill in there, but... Once again, 856 pages. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. But that is basically the summary. It's, and it's the author really goes into the Dante and Beatrice stuff, which mm-hmm. you're not familiar with the work of Dante. It's just it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um I was very impressed. I'm like, I'm so impressed that this man, who is clearly a Dante specialist, is also writing Twilight Twilight fiction. I know, I was reading it, and I was like, this guy, he knows his stuff. This is not like a cursory, you've decided, hey, she's going to be a Dante specialist. Yeah. He knew what he was talking about. He knew what he was talking about. It goes very in-depth. In-depth, and like various books and paintings Mm -hmm. and And papers and speakers and everything theories and whatnot so I loved this I so what I particularly love about this is the burn of it all because Mm -hmm. Edward's wounded Bella's wounded Mm -hmm. and like I really relate to Bella just being like I love you so much but you don't know who I am kind of like that how she felt towards him the entire time and I I do kind of like a darker sort of love story Mm -hmm. where like they're both struggling with their own personal demons. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally got to the sex part, that was great. Yeah, so I really wish I had known these that this was three books because... I'm sorry. You, sh- you really should have texted me and been like, Katie. I mean, I told you. I was like, this thing's long. I know, but I was like, the first book... I mean, the first one was already very long for Twilight fan fiction. Knowing that this is three books changes my perspective on okay. it. Because originally I was going to tell you this is trash. Okay. It oh takes no. over 400 pages for them to fuck. Yes. It is slow. There are repeated beats. But now knowing that it was three, three books. books. Oh my God. 
I mean, I liked it. I really do think it's the best translation mm -hmm. of Edward and Bella from the books to a fic because, I mean, Edward is consistently like, I'm bad, I'm dark, I'm not mm -hmm. good for you. And it's not just like, I have a drinking problem, I have an anger problem. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, he's actually like done some serious, there, yeah. there's some serious stuff in his past. Like he's, he got a girl pregnant. Yeah. Tanya, the woman he got pregnant, miscarried at five months. Yes. And he didn't realize it because he was completely coked up. Mm -hmm. um, and so he's had, you know, very, very serious issues. Oh, and he was also in like a Boston fighting ring? Yeah. Hi. He was in a... <laughs> Although as somebody, as somebody from Boston, he, there was one sentence where it's like, I've gone 10 rounds with the Southies. Southies. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you haven't. that's not what it's called. But okay. See, okay, this is what I have to bring up is that, so now that this is published as a book, I haven't read that version that I sent you in mm. so long because I've just been reading the books that I bought with my hard-earned money to, to basically read again. So it's called Gabriel's Inferno. So Edward- Oh my god, I've heard of this. You've heard of this? I have heard of Gabriel's you Inferno. You just read it. You just read it. So there's Gabriel's Inferno, and okay. Edward is Gabriel, Bella is Julianne, but it still follows the same exact plot, but now he's published, like, five books of them. Yeah. And I'll be honest, afterwards they have the baby, I don't really care that much. Yeah. What does that say about me as a person? But, well, but I actually just found this out today. Jenny, it's a movie. Maybe that's why I've heard of it. Because the name sounds familiar. It's on Passion Flicks, though. Are you familiar with Passion, Passion Flicks? Flicks? Not at it's all. It's basically, like, one step below porn. Not really, but it's, like, Netflix, but, oh. like, for romance. Why do I know? I've definitely, like, seen It is a popular books. book. Like, yeah. it has been, like, on, like, if you, if one, if one were to search under the romance novels on any of the Kindle stores or anything like that, it's definitely on there, but... I would know. That would just be someone who would read books like that in the first place. Yeah. Definitely. Reader, it was me. <laughs> definitely. Wow. Okay. Well, this this is an interesting twist. I knew, I knew it would change Jenny's mind. I knew it would. Yeah. This is an interesting twist. Not my favorite. Okay. I feel like I'd have to reread to give a good opinion. And now that you know what to skip, mm -hmm. I think it will be very important. Like, yeah. it'll be, it'll go by a lot faster. Because yeah. I skip a lot, too. Although I will say that this was actually one of the first times that fanfic helped me out in the real world. Really? Yes. Why? Because of Dante. I thought you were going to say, like, I used lube when I lost my virginity. Oh, no. Like, I no, no, no. This was, like, a big deal for me. I swear, sometimes people think I'm so smart, and then when I tell them where my knowledge is from, they're like, you're actually the dumbest person, person I know. But, for example, my sophomore year of college in my uh, lit class, uh -huh. I think we were discussing, like, Paradise Lost or something. We were dis discussing some, like, religion, something mm -hmm. thematic, and I happened to be like, oh, well, it's similar to Dante Alighieri's work in The Divine Comedy when he explores death and the concept of an afterlife. Mm -hmm. And my teacher, who previously hated me, because I would come in every day with like an oversized sorority like sweatshirt yeah. or something yeah. and look like shit. But I came in that day when I said that, he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, you have to admit, there are similarities. And he <laughs> was so impressed. He was like, the Divine Comedy, Dante. 
And I literally was flipping my hair like, fanfic taught me this. That's hilarious. It's like when our friend Sienna is studied classics in college. Mm -hmm. And a couple of times she'll have been talking and I'm like, oh yeah, like XYZ. And once Desiree was like, how do you know all of this? You know, Greek shit. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Heck yes, baby! Did I just reread? Yes! And how was it? Incredible. Percy Beth forever. I didn't read. You've never read Percy Jackson no, and the Olympians? No, you're gonna make me read them now. Oh my god. One of the best moments of my life. What, I'm, I've met the author three times. Okay. I met Percy Jackson? No, I'm kidding. Uh, I've met Rick Riordan three times. Mm-hmm. I have my book signed, and I've gone to the like book release of three books. And to whoever may be listening, Percy Jackson and the Olympians is being developed as a TV show. I will take temperatures. I will distribute PPE. I will do anything to be a part of that show. Oh, I want that for you. What was the movie like? Did you like the movie? Oh, I can't even talk. Okay, 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 okay. I'm the sorry. Movie. I hit a sore spot, you guys. The worst adaptation. No, Avatar. I, the live action Avatar, like from the I have not seen series. I have not seen live action Avatar. So bad. This is a Twilight podcast. I cannot get okay. into it. I really wanted you to like get this out of your system soon though, it, because she looks like she's about to blow. It is on par with Renesmee. Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. Anyway, thank you so much for reading that super long AF fanfic. You're welcome. It's really one of my favorites. I say that literally every week. I like it. I like the darkness of it. It was dark. It and was really I, I dark. really did like this like troubled professor bad boy vibes. I don't know. I was. Oh, I feel like I should peruse some fanfic on my own. Yes, I think you should. Maybe actually. that's I what I'll challenge you to do. That I'll do that when I'm home. Yeah. And have. And then I can review the fun book. And then you can review the fiction. Yes. So we thought that we would switch it up today. Yeah. And, you know, we talk a lot of smack. We talk talk like we know a lot of shit. Yeah, we act like we are the unofficial experts of Twilight. And we just want to put that to the test today. Yeah. We, if there's one thing that Katie Plot was excellent at was tests. And quizzes. Oh, now you're making me nervous. Oh, man. If there's one thing I sucked at, it was, I'm, like, see how I'm setting it up where I need you to do better? Yes. Oh, actually, send me the link and we'll we'll compare scores. Oh, well, I was just gonna, like, keep a running list. Oh, okay. Do you you want to mark it down on your iPad? Yeah. So, the game that we're gonna play, it's gonna be, like, a rapid round kind of trivia. Yep. Test where, Mm -hmm. um... We'll get a minute on the clock, and then I'm going to see how many trivia questions Jenny can answer in a minute. And then then we're going to see, should we do KP next? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ready? On my mark. Set. Set. set, Go. What is the name of Bella's daughter? Renesmee. How many adoptive brothers and sisters does Edward have? Jasper, Emmett, Rose, Alice. Four? Yes. Which Washington city do the characters live in? Forks. Who plays Bella Swan? Uh, Kristen Story. Which Twilight book was split into two parts for the movie adaptation? Breaking Dawn. Who wrote the books that the Twilight movies are based on? Uh, but both Stephanie Meyer. Who plays Edward Cullen? Robert Pattinson. What are true werewolves called in the Twilight universe? Children of the Moon? Yes. Which <laughs> character does Bella end up with at the end of the story? Edward or Jacob? Edward. Name the character played by Anna Kendrick. Jessica Stanley. What does Edward describe as a vegetarian? Uh, a vampire that doesn't drink human blood. Who plays Jacob Black? 
uh, Taylor Lawner. What European country does Edward travel to a new moon? Italy. What is the name of Jacob's tri- tribe? Uh, the Quailute. Yes. Who is the... Oh, bro- done. Oh, okay. How many did I get? You got, I think, 14. Sick. I wouldn't have gotten Children of the Moon. Good job. Thank you. I, I was reaching for that one. Okay. So now we'll do it with me, and now I'm kind of nervous, and you will start with question 15. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Who is this brother of Edward's? Emmett. Edward turns Bella into a vampire, true or false? True. Who plays Arrow? Michael Sheen. What major U.S. city? Martin Sheen? Michael Sheen? Whatever. <laughs> My- Michael or Martin? Oh, um, Michael. Uh, what major U.S. city do Bella relocate from to live with her father? Phoenix. How old is Bella in the first Twilight movie? 17. What sport do vampires play in the first Baseball. Season? What is the name of Bella's father? Charlie. What is Edward's birth name? Uh, Edward Mason Cullen. Edward Mason. Who is, what is Jacob's nickname? Pass. What is Bella's dad's job? Police officer. What is the Cullen family coven name? The Alaska, no, the, mm, the Cullens? Next. As a vampire, what does Edward compare eating regular food to? Dirt. Oh, okay, stop. (laughs) I know I didn't. Damn it. Okay. Let's go, let's review. Uh, is it Michael or Martin Sheen? It is Michael. Okay, Michael. So you did get that. But then, what was Jacob's nickname? Jake. What? Yeah, so stupid. That one's stupid. That's so stupid. I was thinking like a werewolf nickname that I missed in Breaking Dawn. No. And then the Cullen family coven's name Denali. is... Denali! The Olympic coven. Dang it. I thought they were part of the Denali coven because of like, they were... I know. Alaska is Denali. Okay, Alaska's Denali. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to try to redeem yourself and do, an, do more? Can we do, like, a 30-second uh, redemption round? 20-second, maybe, redemption round? Yeah. Let's do 30 seconds. Okay. Alrighty. On your mark, get set. In which movie does Jacob realize he is a werewolf? New Moon. Where do Bella and Edward get married? Uh, Forks. Where specifically do they get married? Oh, Edward's house. What is Edward's favorite decade for music? Oh, um, the 50s. Name the character... Played by Maggie Grace. Uh, Irina. Is Jacob immortal? Somewhat. What are vampires called in the Quaalude legends? Bloodsuckers? Cold ones. Cold ones! You got everything else right. Okay, cool. Whew. Okay, well, I, I slightly redeemed myself. You slightly redeemed yourself. But I feel like you would have gotten cold ones. I would have. And I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did get Children of the Moon, so... Honestly, props for Children of the Moon. I honestly think I have a photographic memory sometimes, because if I think about a book, I can see the answer for sure. on the page. That, yeah. And it's not it's not like I can, like, close my eyes and see every single book, but I can definitely picture yeah. where it is, mm-hmm. and I can find... Did you have a page that you would always go back to, or a quote that you'd always read that you loved? <sighs> In all of the Twilight books? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay, well, I only asked that question because I have one. Okay. So much so that I made my friend with good handwriting, like, write it out in oh Sharpie on a piece God. of paper and it hung above my bed. What? Um, it was when Bella discovers that Edward has been um, spying on her when she sleeps. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell me, what do I do? And he's like, oh, well, you talk in your sleep a lot. And she's like, well, what do I talk about? And he, like, is like, me. Me. 
And she becomes so embarrassed. She's like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. And he's like, no, 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 don't be embarrassed. If I could dream at all, it would be about you. Ah! <laughs> I dream of you, Katie. Oh my god, thank you, Jenny. I dream of Jeannie. <laughs> I dream of Jenny. Um, no, and it, it's actually funny because I have, I don't, I can't remember if this has always been the case for me, but ever since I've really lived in LA, this is so symbolic and maybe there's something to dig deep into about this, but ever since I moved to LA, I don't really dream. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't really dream. I have vivid, vivid dreams every night. And like, obviously during the pandemic, they've been somewhat disturbing. Um, but yeah, I, it gets to the point where I will wake up from a dream and think, no, I can't have this be my last dream of the night and I will go back to sleep and I will dream another dream. What? I dream a lot. I, I've also never had, if I do dream, like in the off chance I do, it's always like I'm sitting at a desk and I'm very tense. I'm like, nothing is happening, but I'm just like there. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, that was weird. And then that's your stress dream. I'm, I have multiple dreams a week where I'm back in high school, but I haven't done any of my homework. I don't know my class schedule. I don't See, know where I'm thing, going. There's no conflict there. It's like, I'm just like somewhere, but it's like, it's still really tense. So weird. And, and also another thing, like those are the dreams I have. Like I have never woken up and been like, that was an amazing dream. Like I, you know, was relaxing in a spa or I was like on the beach somewhere. Like none of my dreams are fun. None of my dreams lately have, I do, I mean, sex dreams are fun. But not when you get them about wrong, the wrong people. <laughs> that is very fair. I once had a sex dream about a guy in my class who I had never found attractive before in my life. And then I had to go to class the next day and I saw him and I was like, I don't. No, I've don't had know. way worse. I've had way, way, way worse. Sex dreams? Yeah. I almost don't even want to say it. Actually, I'll say it to you and if you have a bad reaction, then I'll bleep it out. Okay. I had a dream about my a sex dream uh-huh. with my 70-year-old French professor. That's kind of hot. 70? Look, I wasn't into him. Like, it wasn't, like, I wasn't... It, I, I woke up and I wanted to, like, take five showers. I was like, what was that? I mean, I don't... I, I, I mean, I have sex dreams about people that I'm obviously very into, and those are amazing, and those I read into, but sometimes it's like you just want to have... Like, your subconscious doesn't really know who to put in there. So maybe you were attracted to, like, the idea of an intellectual. Absolutely. It was when I was studying abroad in France. Oh, there we go. See, this makes sense. Okay. But still, like, why couldn't my brain, like, filter that person out? I don't know. Um, anyway, so, I don't know. I. It would be nice to have, like, fun dreams instead of, like, tense or... Like, nothing happening. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I literally have dreams where my family is murdered. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. I get, like, kidnapped a lot in my dream. I have really dark dreams. Damn. Like, I have the kind of dreams that Edward would actually have. (laughs) Like, Edward, he would maybe have a dream about Bella, and it would be really sweet, but let's be real, Edward would actually dream some pretty dark shit. He would, yeah. He's too... Too complicated. Don't go dreams. Oh, well, that was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I know. I I did too. Um, and now before I go to sleep tonight, I'm really gonna focus on having a really nice dream about you. 
I hope that it like awakens something in my subconscious. I can you tell if we're in Inception? Can you tell Dream You? Yeah. Send Dream You over to Dream Me and yes. like wake Dream Me up and be like, hey, do your job. Like, yeah, yeah. Have some good dreams. Yeah. Put on some good. I, I imagine like I do want to write like a screenplay about like the stage inside your head mm-hmm. of a dream. And, like, it being, like, these people in there, they're like, okay, come on, show time. Let's go, let's, let's go, go, let's go, let's go. It's time. So I just feel like the people in there just need to wake up and need to stop slacking off in there. But, anyway, um, all right, well, thanks so much for joining us this time As on always. Two Stupid Lambs. As always. Um, yeah, so without further ado, bye, bye Loka! Loka!